This is Abnormal Entertainment. I'm Daniel G. Garza, and this is another episode of Put It Together Conversation, special edition, 2 o'clock time today. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, I want to thank everybody for watching. Remember, if you are on Facebook, please share this on your page with your friends and family. If you're watching us on LinkedIn, thank you for watching. You can also share this uh, video. If you're watching us on YouTube, do me a favor. Won't you scroll down and hit th- that subscribe button? Hit the little bell so that you can be notified whenever we have new shows and uh press that like button and leave a comment if you like anybody watching on twitter will you please retweet this for us and uh share it on your pages uh today is a pretty special episode um i'm my guest today uh is uh actually he was just on the show not too long ago because we did our 300 episode but we have a special announcement today well some several special announcements so um Without further ado, I'm going to bring in Mr. Uh, Kevin Moyers. Mr. Moyers, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. And the uh, whole world gets to see this lovely face again. Yes, uh, that was actually <laughs> the, the point. Thank you, folks. That's the show. Have a good one. Uh, how How is your Saturday going? Good so far. Nice, nice and relaxed. Had my uh, Starbucks. So I'm good to go. Uh, <laughs> when we last left you, you had basically kind of gone into like semi-retirement kind of thing, but uh, uh, left your real job for for this less stressful world of entertainment. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like the term retirement because it's so the opposite of what I've done. (laughs) I care if you want to work six hours a day to get a postal salary or do you want to work 12 to 15 hours a day and you know work toward getting a salary <laughs> right for those of you that have been uh, fans of the show for a while no uh, mr moyers because i i call him out every show uh, mm-hmm. as a thank you uh we um we, we're not going to get into the announcements just yet but we just wanted to come in and, and chat with you guys for a while um Recall some of the uh, put it together conversations Fonder moments and times, um, yes. um, look, and the abnormal entertainment mm-hmm. moments. Um, if you watch the three hundred or listen to the three hundred episode that we did about what a month, two months ago now, what's April now? Uh, so it was about yeah, two January. Um, you might recall that uh, we just celebrated nine years uh, as a podcast, uh, but. Uh, if I remember correctly, Abnormal Entertainment was on for like a year before I joined? Um, probably uh, a few months, yeah. Oh. Maybe like September of the previous year. Okay. So. Uh, and over the course of the years, there have been many shows that came through Abnormal Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, starting with, with yours. Well, yeah, we did, uh, let's see, I did... Kevin Hates Everything, 
kind of separately for a year and then brought it back later. Uh, Cinema Head Cheese, we were doing kind of once a month. I guess you can count that as a year before you came around because it was just a monthly thing before we really started it, started to put a network together. And uh, I think Raise Your Spirits, Ain't Dead Yet, and what was the other one? The Atomic Fallout Society, the comic book show. Those were the first three that I remember doing or adding on. Which a lot of folks don't know, but Kevin Hates Everything became a book. Yep. Book and uh, three different iterations, really. (laughs) I didn't know that. Well, I added to it. Initially, I put it up. It was a blog and a podcast. I just kind of read the blog for the first year. And then I put it up as a book. And then I, uh, or like an ebook, And then I printed it and, and added a chapter in the end. And then I did a 10th anniversary version where I added yet another chapter. Plus, I have notes on certain chapters because they were topical for their time and stuff like that. So I wanted to uh, kind of give some updates and some things, so. So, uh, so that's the current version. Cool. And, um, I can't even, I don't, I should have, we should have gotten a list, but do you remember the names of the folks that have come through abnormal entertainment? Uh, let's see. Um, well, Mr. Brown, Mr. Mr. Uh, yeah, Matt Brown, Sean Salas. They did the BS Carnival. Jerry Wachowski and Scotty Baldwin did Future of Man. Uh, Leo Varshavsky and uh, Tony Hughes did uh, Unprotected Sports with Tony and the Lion. And they also had uh, Dr. Randall and Dr. Uh, Michelle. They did a little now and again segment, like injury updates and stuff uh, as part of that. I'm trying to think who else. Um, Hollis J did, uh, what was her show called? I'm blanking. <laughs> it's old age kicking in. I know, right? I, um, I can picture the logo right now. Myriad of thoughts. Uh, Atomic Fallout was, uh, the Sabal brothers, Tony and David. And they also brought Brian Smith along eventually and added him. And then he had uh, Jacob O'Neill, and they did Gorm Nerd Hour. He uh, brought in Isaac Hockey, and they did um, a sci-fi, uh, like sci-fi compared to real science kind of thing. And I can picture that logo, and I can't remember either. And he also brought Ryan Ford along, and they did a music show together. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Two other people I'm not going to mention for good reason. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what was, what was the, the, the guy who brought you on? The kid? Matt Grenier? Matt Grenier. Yes. I, all I could think of was Matt. Uh, he was here for a little bit in the beginning. And who else? Of course, David Hayes, Jeff Dolniak, Cam Harston. Uh, and the four of us were the owners of the network. I mean, we are. Um, but, uh, what else? What else? I don't think I'm missing anybody. Yeah, that sounds like you're, man, you have a good memory. Oh, um, Takedown Podcast. Mike Frizzell and Matt Baca, they were here for a while. Uh, I think that's it. Dang, that's a long list. Well, that's pretty, I mean, for what? Well, I've been part of Abnormal Entertainment for nine years. 
that's a lot of people in that amount of time. I mean, that's a pretty good network of, like, and the variety yeah. of shows that were on the air. I just always remember that when I, I when I first came on, I was the only one not getting drunk on my show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think just about everybody got drunk at a certain point, and and we all managed. Well, I managed to collaborate with a couple of different people, especially the BS guys. Yeah, um, but they always got drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was uh, a, almost an expectation that they were drinking, and Cam and I were drinking on our two on our two shows. Um, uh, I still remember being in their garage before heading out to Phoenix. Um, and, yeah. and the day before heading out, they were getting drunk. And I was, <laughs> and then they were smoking on the way there in the pickup truck. Just being, because for those of you, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I'm yeah. very boring, really. Uh, this is all scripted. I have no, <laughs> I have no personality whatsoever. But, uh, this actually through abnormal entertainment because I do in the promotion world, uh, I was always working, uh, comic cons and I was always, I was always on the outside. I was always the poor little Mexican wanting to get in. I never made it in, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you're in that table by the front door. Yeah. I'm just in the glass. Like, please let yeah. me in. <laughs> uh, I have pestles. I'll pay. Um, but, uh, Phoenix Comic Con was the first time I was ever inside a Comic Con. Yeah. Um, in fact, the fir- my first year I was able to go and we did uh, the recordings for them. That was one of the first collaborations that I did. Yeah, yeah, and we tried doing all of us in, in one show, and it, it worked. It worked enough. <laughs> the thing I remember was on on the episode that I recorded, and it was uh, Mr. Harston. Um, Shoot, I just I just forgot his name. Um, tennis player guy. Um, oh, Tony Hughes, yes. Tony, Tony, and uh, and then the girl, Hollis. There's a, huh? Hollis. Yes, her. See, see, I'm I'm, I'm getting old, folks. Yeah. So it was the four of us, and we had not planned anything. Like we had no idea what we were going to talk about. There was really no script. There was no leader, but. Me being who I am, a, a bossy little bitch, but as soon as we started recording, nobody was really saying, I'm like, okay, well, I'll start asking questions. I'm like, let's take this on the road. Yeah. Um, which, oddly enough, I was looking for the t-shirt today. I just wore it for the 300th episode, and I can't find it now. Uh, but that was the first time. So uh, Comic-Con was really cool. And then the second year, we, we just went to hang out, which is totally fun. Yeah. Um, uh, so what is, uh, over the last, I think I asked you in the last episode, but what's one of your best memories of the last nine years, 10 years? Mm. Before we, before I answer that, I, I just, two, two more shows. How did these skip my brain? Cause Dale and Veeker, a partner in Bunny 17 Media now was the host of these two shows, uh, Bank on Action. He and Taylor made did with wrestling and then he had his own show. Uh, Taylor made yes. Yeah. And without Taylor, we don't have a lot of the what we ended up with in the end. And of course, Dalen hosted uh, as Mass Blogster, who? Uh, Masterpiece Theater. So How can I forget Taylor? You always hated that I teased him that he was gay. Yeah. And, and listen, <laughs> it's 2021. It's time. It's time. <laughs> I'm just saying, Taylor, knock, knock, open that closet door. Just saying. Just saying. 
um, if you're yeah. listening. Um. <laughs> but I, I think my favorite part of it all is how we built this whole chain. Went from one person to the next to the next to the next that we started getting people on here. So because, uh, like, Cam found uh, Matt. Matt brought you along. Um, then, uh, like, the Sabals we've known for years. Uh, before that, and they brought Brian, who brought Jacob, who brought Isaac. Um, it's just like a Bible story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then, like, uh, Matt and Sean brought uh, Taylor, who then brought Dalen, who then brought an entire cast of characters for, for Masterpiece, you know, I still see today. So, and, you know, it's Mandy and Elvin and Josh and all these people that, you know, I hang out with now, uh, and all just from the little chain reactions of things. So that that was always my favorite part of it, the, like the little tree <laughs> that built from it. And then so, for folks that didn't know, yeah, for folks that didn't know, um, I actually was crazy enough to have three shows at one mm-hmm. time running at the, <laughs> not not like one, and then I started another one. That was like no, I started yeah. the Spanish version of Put It Together. And then I was like, I want to do more because I'm special. And so I did an all HIV. Uh, it was about 30 some episodes of HIV. Something like that, uh, yeah. Only, and then the Spanish one went there. You know, for some reason, it was just so difficult to bring, to get Spanish speaking guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to produce a, min- a Monday, Wednesday, Friday shows and have a guest for each one. Like, for, I, I, for anybody that's watching or listening, let me tell you, the, the best, I think, that one of the best lessons in production that I've gotten mm-hmm. have been producing the shows and trying to put everything together. Uh, yeah. Because coordinating schedules, sending links, calling people, reminding people. Um, and that was when I was doing them just kind of like, okay, I'll record you on Sunday night or whatever. Um, now that we have a more structured time, oddly enough, now that it's more structured, it's easier to get guests than yeah. it was back then for some reason. I don't know if people like the structuring of it or they know that it's a time. Maybe. I know some people work better when they, they have something set. Like, okay, this is it. I have to be there at this time. And, you know, that's that's how this goes. Whereas if it's just this loose thing, you go, all right, I'll get to it when I can get to it. You know, and then you kind of forget it. So. So let, let's it. both let's both throw out there a little bit of, uh, of podcast wisdom. If somebody was asking you, somebody starting off their podcast today um, and they're like, what do I need? What would you tell them? Um. While it is more forgiving uh, as a genre, as a medium, uh, I would say figure out a way to get decent audio. But don't go spending a ton of money on equipment. I mean, that's fine in time. You could do that. Um, You know, we did that eventually. But when you're first starting, because you're going to buy a bunch of crap, and then you're going to give up two episodes in when I don't have any listeners, you're not going to have listeners for a while. Um, and especially now it's just flooded with celebrities. Good luck getting past that if you're not already established. Uh, but to find a way to get decent audio, whether it's 
you know, an app on your phone. Like uh, Google has a good one on the Pixels. Records great audio quality. Great, record it that way. Um, make sure everybody can be heard. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, get some inexpensive audio editing software. I mean, I know there's free stuff on Apple. There's, uh, was it Audacity? If you have a, a Windows computer, just find the most inexpensive thing you can and find a, a cheap place to host it. There's uh, Anchor right now. That's free. Um, find stuff like that. You can host it and get it posted places. So uh, do that before anything and figure out what you're talking about. Get a theme because if you're just going to ramble, that's fine. I've done that. But you get worn out and <laughs> the audience isn't going to catch on. Unless you have some, especially now, unless you have something specific. If you're an unknown, nobody's going to find that. So, yeah. yeah, I think my tips, because you're talking about the sound. How many times did I send you files to upload back when you were doing the uploading? That all you could hear was my voice. Oh, and, a few times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, what? It was a great... For, obviously, I mean, there was a, a couple of times when you were able to save it. Oh, look, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, David Gonzalez, I, I, I was going to mention you later on in the episode, uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll bring it up now before I give my pointers on podcasting. Uh, David Gonzalez was there from the very beginning of my podcasting. Yeah. Uh, commenting and every show that I've done, everything that I've put, I've put out, he has been a part of the commenting. He has given me pointers. He's from the, uh, I guess, from the audience point of view. So, David Gonzalez, you're early for me to say thank you, dude, for always <laughs> being there. Like, I've, I I don't know you in person. Like, we've only known each other on social media. But, like, thank you for, like, it's going to sound really corny, and it, it, it is, but it's it's like there are episodes or there are things that I do that I particularly think about you. And I'm like, would David like this? Is this something that would like be cool? And um, for those of you watching, not that I mean, I, I love all my audience. I, I love their, but there are certain people that follow you for a long time, and you're like, okay, I got it. I got to keep that standard. I got to keep the conversations at that level. And when David comments on something, I'm like, yes, that was a freaking good show. Like I did, I did a good job. Yeah. So, <laughs> so thank you, David, for always being there, man. I, I so appreciate you. Um, at some point, I was going to say, the fact is I know his name. So that's how prevalent he's been as a listener. Yeah. Yeah. So there are certain people just like you guys would hear me say, Mr. Harson and Mr. Moyers all the time. Which I still call you, Mr. Myers, all the time. Um, but uh, unless I'm in trouble, then I get Kevin. Kevin, <laughs> I, I do. Uh, but yeah, David, thank you so much, man, for always being there and for continuing to be there because you are you're watching the new the new series, which is putting together conversations. If if you are, I guess after nine years, if I could give you one point, is I'm going to back up what what you just said about have a topic, like have it have a niche because then people know what you're about. Because um, I sometimes listen to people like, have you listened to this person? So I'll go and listen, and they're just rambling on about, and they, right. they start off, like they start with one thing, like horses, and all of a sudden they're talking about 
meteorites. And I'm like, well, how did we, did we get there? Like, I don't understand. Um, the second would be, um, huh. If I had to give you, I had some right before you talked, I had all these things in my head. I think, find, um, Find your voice. I don't know if this makes sense. Like uh, the niche is one thing, but find yeah. your voice. And I say this because, like, you probably you know this. Like when I first started, I really wanted to be like, well, tell me about this and tell me about that. And I really wanted people to like open up. I was yeah. I wanted to be a mixture of like Merv Griffith, Barbara Walters, and Oprah Winfrey. And I was like, if you were a tree, <laughs> tell me what tree you would be. And then. It, it wasn't working. It just didn't sound natural. And then it got a little more conversational. Yeah. But I think the, the real, real essence of what put it together conversations is now the live stream was post cancer. It was when I, when I finally realized, like, I just want to know pe- what people, how they deal. Cause I was dealing with my own stuff and I wanted yeah. to find like how people dealt with theirs. Like there, ha- there doesn't have to be a happy ending. There doesn't have to be an ending. It's just like, how are you doing it, man? And, right. and that's what brought more audiences to me. So find your niche and find your, your, like your spirit voice. And that will, that will make a good podcast. That will make you stand yeah. out. And that does sound like cheesy advice or whatever, but it's the truth. I mean, you have to figure out who you are as much as. You know, don't try to be what you think the audience wants, because that's never going to work. It's never going to come off right. So yeah. that's because because how many shock jocks are there? Like, there's all these shock DJs oh, yeah. and stuff, and and it's it's. I mean, it's funny and it, and it definitely brings in a crowd. But what's your audience going to be like? I really used to think like, is is this something like my mom would listen to? during the day. Although, yes, I cuss sometimes. We do it. But now that we're on YouTube, I, I'm a little more careful. Now that we're doing live stream on YouTube, like I don't want it to be blurred or, or beeped or anything. So I, we keep it kind of PG. But uh, Well, I'll fuck that up. <laughs> Every time. All with the white man. Um, yes. So... <laughs> Over the years, uh, we have, uh, oh, I just, I forgot to say, you were watching Put It Together Conversations live stream. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook, share it. If you're watching us on LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, or Twitter, make sure you like and share this. And please, if you have a question or a comment, join the conversation. Uh, just go into the, the dark field in any of the videos <laughs> and make sure you comment. Because sometimes people comment just on the post. And then yeah. I don't get to see your, your questions afterwards, but please join the conversation. Um, but one of the cool things over the years that has happened is that, uh, not only was Kevin my producer, but he became a friend and, uh, a confidant. We've actually shared some moments and, um, I know you look at him and you're like, but Garza, you're so calm and relaxed. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. I, I look way chill, way they chill. They knew what I knew. And, dude, I was working, but little known fact is that one of the few people, uh, aside from Christian and my boyfriend, one of the few people that can walk me off the ledge is Mr. Moyers. And uh, more than once, I have been like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so stupid. How many I'm, days ago did I? 
Dude. But it's true. It's true. We do that stuff all the time. Back and forth. It's both ways, too. It is both ways. So. Especially as we're transitioning into uh, other projects. Um, right. I, uh, so this is a good time to bring it in for those of you. Um, I have kind of talked about the project. I, I talked about, I talk about a lot of projects, but, mm-hmm. um, I've been wanting to write a book for a long time. I've been wanting to write a book about my life, but, um, I don't know if you guys deserve to know all this yet. So I'm, <laughs> I'm holding up on that. Actually, I don't know that you can handle the truth right now. So I'm going to wait on that a little bit, but, um, I, so since I can't write about my drugs, alcohol, and, uh, sex days, I wrote a kid's book. <laughs> 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 and there it is. Uh, yes. so my, my book is called Grumpy Bunny and the Colors Game. And it, uh, there's a couple of pieces missing, but it should be up for pre-sale April 30th, if everything goes yep. well. Um, I am very proud of this book and not just because of the book part, but because uh, if you see the illustrated by um, Jennifer and, and Vivian are actually mother and daughter. And uh, Jennifer, how do you pronounce your last name? Gotch. Gotch. Okay. Because I was say Gak, but it's not Gak. Gotch. Um, <laughs> I don't know these things. I'm not white. I, but no, that's, that's good. <laughs> Jennifer Gatch, um is actually Mr. Moyer's sister. So yeah. she... Um, I drew a, I did a little scribble. I should have, I should have brought it on, uh, so people could see it. But I did a little, a little sketch of a bunny mm-hmm. during a conference call because I was bored. And, uh, I sent it to Mr. Moyers and I said, this is kind of what I'm looking for. And, uh, she very graciously took on the project and, and created Grumpy Bunny and Mommy Bunny. Um, and then, Unbeknownst to me, Vivian, her daughter, who is yeah. 11, and uh, uh, did an illustration. Now, I don't know if you, because you weren't there, I don't know if you knew this, but they were both in the Zoom meeting, and I didn't know why Vivian was there. I was like, what is she, like, what is she doing? And But I knew she had read the book, and yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe she's going to give me some feedback on the book. And then they showed me this first illustration, and I was blown away, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. So... Uh, not only is it a book, and it's not just for kids, it's, 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 it's for everybody, but mm-hmm. it's, the main focus is younger people. And, uh, so not only is it a younger people's book, excuse me, but it is illustrated by a young person. So yeah. I am very excited about that. Um, go ahead. I was blown away. I didn't expect that at all. I, uh, because when you initially, you had one artist in mind, and he thought he wasn't right for it. Which, looking at it, he's right. He's right. He doesn't suit it. His art style is very, like, photoreal almost. So I don't think he fit this as well either, really looking at it now. Because uh, I was on board with him. I liked the guy. Um, and then you were looking for somebody. I said, well, you know, let me ask my sister. Uh, you know, I don't know how busy she is right now. She does uh, more graphic design now, which she always drew. Uh, I thought this would be a, a, a simpler project to get because uh, because it is shorter in a kids book, and you know to to get going. And I did always have this thing of uh, you know our our youngest sister is writing uh, and has written a couple of books and and. We'll uh, work together to get those out. And 
So I thought, the older of my sisters, I'm the oldest, uh, I wanted to get her involved. She did do the logo for us uh, off of Casey's basic design. So I asked, you know, do you want to give it a shot? She said, yes. I had no clue Vivian was going to get involved. And that was a complete surprise to me. And I was just blown away by what she had done. And, uh, you know, I told her I was proud of her and everything. And she said that that meant a lot to her because I make fun of people a lot. <laughs> it's true. I, I do. I do mess with Vivian quite a bit. She gets a little sensitive at times and I mess with her. And then, you know, how I do, I say something and then I just laugh. And she gives me a look, and that's funnier. <laughs> so cool. she, she's she's used a cool to kid. Yeah, she's she a cool is. kid. She's very so shy. She so we're going to try and convince her to come on the show and then do a podcast with us. So uh, I, I feel like I'm 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 the child whisperer. I should bring out. Um, <laughs> so for those of you wondering about uh, what Grumpy Bunny and the Colors Game is, it, it's a uh, it's a it's a book for children who are grumpy and they don't know where I don't want to give anything away. I want you to read it, but it's uh it's it's for it's meant for for younger children. But it's something that I hope that kids will grow up with reading and uh, and adults will enjoy. I know some of my friends who are adults who have read it and giving me their uh, uh, point of view have enjoyed it and they they wanted so. Uh, we will bring you more up on that. Uh, we're halfway through the show, and I want to remind everybody you are watching Put It Together Conversations live stream. I am your host, Daniel G. Garza, and my guest today is my um, my good friend, producer, editor, and publisher, uh, Mr. <laughs> Evan Moyers from uh, Buddy17 Media. Um, we also, I also have another announcement to make. Uh, because we are coming down to the end of an era. Uh, we, uh, after a long meditation and thinking about it, uh, we've decided to leave the world of podcasting. Well, I've just, I guess we, me, me and the people in my head, uh, decided to leave <laughs> the world of podcasting and concentrate just on the live stream version. Um, to be honest, I've been neglecting it. I keep forgetting to upload the shows. Uh, I, I'm very fortunate and blessed that I'm getting busier with some other parts of my career. So posting to the audio platforms and uploading for the audio platforms, it's gotten more difficult. So if I don't send them to you, then you can't post them. Yeah. And honestly, there was a time when Cam and I would hound everybody, did you send your show? Did you send your show? And oh yeah, because sometimes you forget, especially if you record in advance and, you know, get stuff sometimes last minute or whatever and get it going. But I forget about it at this point. I mean, you're the last man standing as far as the network goes. And uh, I was always going to keep doing it as long as you want. That That's fine with me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's just the point where we're both doing way too much in other directions. Uh, this seems to be a better fit. And like I said, independent podcasts struggle. Because of the flood of, and not just comedians, like known comedians, that makes sense. They talk for a living um, and, and often end up in radio. But uh, the actors and directors and, produ- like, where are these people coming from all of a sudden with podcasts and things like that? So it really floods 
the market. Uh, but however, YouTube and Facebook video and stuff like that seems to still be a good place for independent people to do things. So, um, this is a much better arena for you now. Yep. And Plus little Mexican productions, which is the production company that Christian and I own. Um, we're a social media enterprise and that's about putting things out on social media. Not only are we growing our company, but we want to put good stuff out into the community and if you're not following Little Mexican Productions yet, you should. Uh, we have the Christian and Daniel show on Wednesdays, uh, the Card Devo show on Fridays, and Put It Together Conversations live stream on Saturdays. And uh, sometimes we have – my standard shows are noon and five, but every once in a while we throw in a 2 o'clock show like today. Yeah. Um, the morning show did not happen. Uh, my, my guest had to cancel, and I, I had to cancel the one before. I had a colonoscopy on Thursday, and I'm still feeling it today. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it was like, you know, it was being in my twenties again, I got drugged and banged and, and I don't remember. And <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, yeah. there's a, there you go. Oops. You're um, worried about me. <laughs> and since I have a colonoscopy, I mean, I have, since I have an ostomy, they had to go both ways. So it was a three way and I don't even remember it. Again, my twenties. Thank you, sir. Um, but so I don't. Feel, if you hear me coughing, it's because the anesthesia needs to come out of your system. It's, it's because they went that far. They were, <laughs> they realized I have no gag reflex, and they're like, well, keep going. See what happens. I was like a puppet up in there. And uh, shut up, Kevin. This is a family show. When they see the doctor on the other end through the camera, they're like, wait a second. We got to back up. <laughs> <laughs> I look like far. one of those. I look like a glow worm, one of those kids toys. <laughs> Like they're roasting you on a spit in that a cartoon. Is just wrong. I look like the meat on a on a trumpo taco truck. <laughs> well, <laughs> excuse me. So, for anybody who's ever been to uh, through a process, you know that anesthesia affects you like a couple of days after. So, this is what's happening today. Uh, so, I don't feel a hundred percent. But I wanted, we already scheduled and I wanted to make sure to come on. But, um, on a personal note, uh, for anybody who has been listening to us, um, on any of the audio platforms for the last nine years, I want to thank you, uh, for, for being part of the journey. I still get messages from people sometimes. Um, at one point I, I was like on the top, what is it? What, like top 100 of uh, iTunes and, and Stitcher um, and, yeah. and Stitcher, I made it on the top ten of Stitcher on, on two shows. So the good um, old days. This <laughs> this by all means has been. Um, I'm not going to cry, Kevin. Stop it. Um, no, it, it's a happy occasion. It's to to grow from something, honestly. So David says, I feel a tinge of sadness of hearing you guys. Retiring your podcast, however, I'm grateful that you will be continuing your live shows. Yes, David, uh, this is just letting go of that part. And, um, it was yeah. such a learning process for me from those early shows. Uh, I, I still go back and listen to that first episode and just how nervous I sound and how un, unmature I sounded, uh, you know, from the broadcast, from the broadcasting yeah. level. Like I really don't, didn't know what I was doing, but it it brought about 
a level of confidence that I needed for my public speaking platform uh, to be able to go do presentations. It it did get me recognized in some places, like some people who knew, like, wait a minute, your voice sounds familiar, which is one of the blessings of having the scratchy voice is that um, uh, that people recognize you. Oh, you yeah. have a question on the board, Kevin. What inspired you, Kevin, to start up No Entertainment, and what is the source of the name? Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, we, I know we've talked about these before because quick answers, but uh, David Hayes used Abnormal Entertainment uh, back in college to uh, do a student film, and he hung on to the name, and so we decided to use it for the podcast network, so that's where Abnormal Entertainment came from. You'd have to ask Dave, uh, and you should get him on here one of these days, uh, but you should ask him about where it exactly came from, because uh, I that I don't know. I just know it was something he used since college. Um, as far as starting the network goes, uh, I kind of got a cue from uh, Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier because you know they'd done Clerks and all those movies together, the Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Um, and they were starting to work on separate projects, so they weren't getting to hang out as much anymore. And they created their Smodcast as uh, a way to have a, a scheduled conversation once a week. And so it, it kind of forced them to keep in touch uh, better and not, you know, lose each other in, in the process of uh, all of what they were doing. And Dave was moving to Michigan, uh, where he grew up. And so I thought, well, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's do this uh, uh, thing, you know, that they did. And that way we have our once a week. That's what we did Ain't Dead Yet. And Cam and I were both fans of podcasts. He's like, let's, we'll do one. And that's when we got Raise Your Spirits. And uh, Jeff and Dave and I did uh, Cinema Head Cheese all together and stuff. So uh, it's just Jeff and I at first. But it, it was a good way to keep everybody in contact and, and then it turned into this crazy thing, which also included Carlos Ramones, which you, who you Yes. Brought. I totally forgot about my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law For, had his show. Yeah, he had his political show, show one of the two in Spanish. Um, and then also Frankie G, who came through Mandy. Uh, let's see. Mini Mandy, she was on Masterpiece. And I, I'm thinking also of Dave. He brought John Arking and Rob Vidro for No Cry Zone, and, and sometimes Jordan Genso as well. He was uh, he would come on and co-host occasionally. So I'm I'm remembering names as I go along. <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely sorry. I had to change microphones. And my, my my buds died, but um, can you hear me? Okay. Yep. <laughs> go figure. That would be the last podcast show, and I'm like, yeah. can you hear me? Hello, are you there? Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I have to acknowledge here in this episode, my, my brother-in-law had his own Spanish political show for a while, and uh, he came in after me. He came yeah. in just like I did. I, I brought him on a, on an ep- a couple of episodes, um, yeah. and and then he was like, I want to do one. So I was like, okay, do it. And usually it was him and uh, your nephew arguing, which was the best. <laughs> that, that for so sure, great. you know, there are some episodes uh, over the last nine years, or, or, over 300 episodes. There are still some episodes that stick in my brain. Um, one of them is the political one that I did with them in Texas, yes. where I basically introduced the show and the rest of the show is me going, 
Yes, but um, but okay. Look, yeah, <laughs> but you, you didn't get in. But yes, but and then finally, like halfway through, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not like you're not hearing me, so I'm gonna leave it alone. I feel like you could have walked up to the dinner table, sat down the microphone, and had the same episode. <laughs> yeah. And then the other episode that we did that was really good was the uh, political correctness. Uh, was a panel show where it was yes. uh, political correctness or polite segregation. And uh, Tiffany was on that show. Christian was on that show. Yep. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember the other lady that was on there. Um, it's even more interesting, like Kevin. They are very entertaining. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Yes. You, you have not. Yeah. To they, be in the room is a whole thing. One day, one day, I'm going to take you with me to Texas for a holiday yes. party. And, and it, it, every everything, yes, everything political. <laughs> and I think most of the time they just do it to like entice each other, just to pick on each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, the political show was pretty amazing. Uh, that that uh, that is by far one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, on the Spanish shows, um, there were two from the Spanish that really stick in my brain. One was uh, my sister Nancy. I was in Texas and I needed to record a show, and she asked me, um, "Oh, she was like, what are you what are you doing?" I said, "I need to find a guest for my show." And she's like, "Well, I want to be on your show." And I'm like, "Okay, what do you want to talk about?" And she was like, you never asked me what how I felt when you were diagnosed with AIDS. And I was like, oh. So we did this whole episode called My Brother Has AIDS. I'm sure, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you didn't hear it, of course, but it's Spanish. But um, <laughs> it was really interesting to listen to my sister talk about, because she's my older sister, how talk about how she felt knowing that I was dying and that uh, I was so sick and she was going to, they were going to lose me. And, um, yeah. and then the second one was interviewing my dad, although I'll admit, cause he'll never hear this. Most of what he said was not really completely true. There were some amplifying, uh, 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 there was some, um, was what I'm looking for. Um, he adjusted the truth a little bit for entertainment yeah. purposes, but it was really cool to hear some of my dad's stories. Some of them I heard like a million times, but it was really cool to, uh, uh, to just uh, thank you, teacher, for correct for telling us that PC means political correctness. <laughs> um, thank you for thank you for white explaining that to me, Christian. Um, but, <laughs> but it was really cool to, to talk about my dad about that, and um, and then on the HIV show, which was Vita Posita, which is Latin for positive life. Yeah. Um, there was one lady that turned out to be like a two episode, a three episode show. Um, where she talked about, oh, I think that wasn't the Latin show. Um, but she talked about her life and it turned out to be like two episodes or two and a half anyway. But, um, yeah. the HIV shows was really cool to, to have people who were HIV positive and, and talk about stuff and talk about testing and share my story in that angle. And so there's been a lot of really cool, um, uh, episodes along the way. Although I have to admit that my favorite, it's, were always when I got to collaborate with, with other guys on the, on, on abnormal, other guys, yeah. because it, it was my opportunity to not have to be so nice. Yeah. We just got kind of goofy and silly and had fun. So, but people like those people, but our regular listeners, uh, and we had some vocal raise your spirits listeners, uh, 
Meech was our number one top of the list. Uh, always, always in contact with us. We were playing uh, Word Feud with her, and uh, she at one point had given us her HBO and Showtime password, so we were watching that. Like, I just want to say thanks. You guys can use my HBO. Like, all right. <laughs> So that was great. So yeah, but I mean, just like David, I mean, that's who Meech was for us. Uh, and then we've had Lynn, who's a mail carrier out in Michigan, and, and we've talked a bunch. And uh, uh, you know, there there have been others here and there who uh, there was one Jacqueline uh, who had the craziest image in her email account <laughs> that we get every. You see this like. It's almost like a Dame Edna and Calm Makeup kind of thing. <laughs> okay. So, so that was another one that we had, just regular listener. But it, it, th- those collaboration shows, we always got comments for. Always but, fun uh, stuff. So we're down to the last 15 minutes, and obviously we can't not do this because we do it on every show. Uh, where are we? Where is it? I lost it now. <laughs> Shoot. There it is. For everybody watching or or listening, we've gone from audio recordings to Zoom recordings, and now we're on StreamYard. And if you're familiar with StreamYard, there's the sidebar that gives you all these banners that you put at the bottom. I lost it. So, uh, Mr. Moyers, uh, for the last time on the Mm -hmm. podcasting side, what words of wisdom would you like to share with the audience? Uh, I would say... And we've talked about it this week with this going, this part of it going away. It's only a part of it too. It's not the whole thing, uh, but kind of know when to move forward, uh, know when to let go of something, and that's anything in life, and know when to take the next step. Figure it out. I mean, most of the time it's pretty obvious. So it's not like you need some, you know, be hit over the head with a frying pan kind of thing. Uh, you can tell when you're done with something or, you know, when you're more interested in another thing, whatever it is, it's okay to quit something. It's okay to figure out something's not for you. All all of that stuff, you know, whatever the situation is, if it's time to move on, do it, go, go to the next thing, find it, you know, find, find that next step when, when what you're doing is not working for you anymore, or if it's, it's not the right fit. I think that's, you know, and we've both done that plenty, and we're doing it now. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, I, I normally don't share my own words of wisdom. I feel like my, I'm scratching here. Uh, but today I want to share some words of wisdom. Um, for all of you watching, first of all, I want to thank you. I mean, for all of you listening, I want to thank you for listening for the last nine years and following me along on this crazy journey. Even when I was going through cancer, you were still there listening to all my journeys and my stories and my crying. Um, my words of wisdom is, uh, keep moving forward. Don't worry. Don't worry about who's not listening. Focus on the people that are paying attention. They're the ones that are going to carry your career forward. Uh, Sit your brand. You are your brand and focus on, focus your energy on that. That is something that I've been doing from the very beginning and I was very committed to being true to myself and, and the stories I was telling. And it's gotten me to this point. Um, be true to you. Know what your foundation is. Know, know your balance. Trust your gut. Uh, listen 
listen to people, listen to your heart. Um, uh, always speak your truth to yourself. Always be honest with yourself. And that's why we're here right now because I have to be honest and say I'm not, I'm not focusing on this anymore. And yeah. keep an eye out for your dreams and goals. Don't let go. It's, is it easy? No. Does it get lonely sometimes? For sure. Um, but follow your dreams. Don't live on somebody else's dream because then you'll never be happy. Uh, so that was, those are my words of wisdom. Um, for everybody who's been listening, uh, again, thank you so much. This has been an amazing journey on that part of the platform. But we're not going away completely. You can still follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. So you can catch us now just on a more regular basis. And you can come back and replay it. So if you mm -hmm. missed any of the shows, come back and, and watch them or listen to them. Everybody watches YouTube. So just yeah. click on YouTube and check it out. Um, I do want to put up uh, – I'm going to put up your – Oh, we had some comments over here. Um, oh, we have a, a member from David. David says, I remember one guest you had on Putting Together Podcast who was giving you one note answers. Yes, not to be rude, but he was not an easy guest to interview. I could see you struggle with trying to pull answers from him, but you kept moving forward and got to the podcast like a professional. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I remember. I know exactly <laughs> who he's talking about because we talked about it. I was like, what was wrong with this guy? Yes, that was rough, rough. I know I'm live streaming now, but I'm saying goodbye to the people that are not <laughs> watching live stream. Again, thank you. Um, like PH does, she is always to do her brand, PH. Paris Hilton. Oh, thank you for mansplaining PH for me because I really didn't know who PH was. Like, uh, I thought he was talking about the printer, so I was like, printer? I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, have his fun. Irritating I know, right? is enjoyable. Whatever, dude. <laughs> so we have your own show, Christian, on Wednesday it's night. It's a good time. You have your own show on Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll stick to that, Christian. <laughs> um, there, although there, there were some episodes that never aired. There are some, yeah. thing, there are some shows on that I still have on my laptop that never aired that I would send over just because I wanted you to hear how um, there was a conspiracy theorist guy um, – I, I, nobody ever knew about this one, but I, I, I think you remember he he was he came on because he wanted to talk about UFOs or something, and then it ended up being about conspiracy theories, and it only lasted like thirty minutes. And at thirty minutes, I was like, "Well, that's the show. Thank you." Yeah. Uh, and uh, stop, stop, stop <laughs> trying to be part of the show. This is not your show. Damn it! You let them get in your pants, and this is what happens. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, for everybody watching, yeah, I mean, for everybody listening, please come over and check us out at Little Mexican Productions. We are here, like I said, Wednesday nights we have the Christian and Daniel show. Uh, on Fridays we have the Card Devo, and on Saturdays we have put it together conversations live stream, which we just basically changed the name. You just won't be able to hear us on your regular audio versions, but you can come and. Play them and ignore us. Just listen to us. Don't you? Don't have yeah. to watch us. We look the same every week anyway, so it's not like you're missing anything. Which, <laughs> like, I, I don't get wider as the shows go on, so that is not going to happen. And Mr. Mortis <laughs> is not going to grow hair all of a sudden. So just come back and listen. Yeah, um, I live I, in I, Arizona. I can't get wider because of the sun. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to show my little book again because for those of you that I, we didn't say this, Mr. Moyers uh, 
2017 Media is the publishers for my book. So um, we want to, I just wanted to give you guys a little uh, uh, preview of the cover so you guys know yes. what we're talking about. So um, uh, any last words before we go, Mr. Myers? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll share something I did really quick. Uh, and, and this goes along with the moving forward kind of thing. So my daughter's been learning guitar and piano all year and loving it. And since I was like 10 or 11, I've wanted to play drums. So I've been watching all these reels and TikToks with people playing those electronic or electric drum sets, the, the smaller, more compact things. And you can listen in your headphones when you're playing. So I said, fuck it. And I bought myself a set and I'm starting to learn drums. So, yes, awesome. 35 years I've been wanting to play. You know? And so... That's my challenge to everybody is find a thing you always wanted to do, do it, and then send Daniel a message saying you did it because I don't care. <laughs> come, on, come on my show. But hey, if you're yes. watching this, if you're watching and or listening and you're like, hey, I have a great story. I have a put it together story that I want to share and I don't know where to go. Come right here. Just send us a message. Uh, let me put up the uh, – you can um, – Wherever you're listening, you can send us. But if you're watching this, uh, oh, no, that's the Cardiva one. Sorry, that's the wrong address. Um, Christian's probably going to make a comment about that, too. But uh, <laughs> if you're watching us on any of the streams, just message me from there. We have another message from David. Thank you, Kevin Moyers. We're all having this conversation because you and your team had an idea. That's, that's right. I, uh, um, you're welcome, I, Thank you for listening, because we wouldn't still be here if somebody wasn't. Or we would, because we're crazy people. <laughs> I I can't end this part of, of my journey without thanking you for taking a chance on me when I first came on and letting me... I mean, uh, I've had other things thrown in front of my face, never a microphone, but you let me do that, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, people. Uh, sure, <laughs> but yeah, let's keep let's keep saying that. Why not? Sure, uh, sure. Uh, we didn't convince anybody for the last nine years. Why any different no. now? Uh, but thank you, Kevin, uh, for for the opportunity for giving me that that first start, uh, and, and Mr. Harston, uh, who didn't want to, but he finally came, came in. <laughs> Um, <laughs> poor guy. Even even in death, I can't leave him. Let him go from that one. Yes. God, I'm gonna when, when if and wherever we meet someday, he's gonna be like, "You little shit, you can let go of that all this time." Like what the hell? Uh, but you, can't uh, you just hear his voice? Damn it, Garza. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because like, <laughs> uh, me- he would usually message me right after he heard the episode and tell me, so I can I can. Like he's yeah. like pulling my toes tonight when I'm asleep, but <laughs> but yeah, to not just and not just you. I want to thank you and um, and all of the abnormal entertainment family, all of the guys, because I'm very competitive. And when we used to have the strip coming up like every week, I used to watch what they were doing, and I'm like, shit, I want to be that good. I want to be number one. And so to all the brothers, if any of you are, are listening and are watching. Thank you. Thank you for inspiring me to be better. And to all the podcasters out there who I competed against and you didn't even know was competing against you, uh, you motivated me to produce better shows, to have, uh, I can't say better guests, but 
better stories, I guess is the way to say it. Like, yeah. like stories that would like really inspire people, not because of my stories, because I just thought they were great. Um, to all the, I just got chills when I said that to all my guests, to all the guests that came to put it together podcast over the last 10 years, I, I wouldn't have had a show if it hadn't been for you. I mean, you guys rocked. Um, not only did you agree to sit with me when you didn't even know who I was most of the time, um, but you trusted me with your stories, and that is huge. Uh, to all my friends that I bugged who were on my show five, ten times because I couldn't find a guest at the last minute, uh, thank you. For, uh, you too, you trusted me to share your story and, and to carry it. Um, but, uh, see, he, I knew he wasn't going to like not say anything. I know. And that's why I took down the email because I knew it was the wrong one. Jesus Christ Ramirez. And, um, uh, <laughs> so thank you. And, you know, oddly enough, several of the guests that have been on the shows, cause I went back and kind of like several of the guests, um, have passed. They're no longer with us. Yeah. And, um, families who didn't know they had been on my show that I had posted on their page when they passed on Facebook or wherever will write to me and thank me. They're like, Hey, I never knew he or she did this. And this is the last recording we have of their voice. And the most, the coolest part of it all is that they're sharing their story. So their families are learning things that they probably didn't know about them in their own voice. And, um, I, I know that. Yeah. Thank you, Christian. Um, but you're not even correct his spelling when you get an opportunity. Do it. Use the wrong your. You're not even. You get the opportunity to correct Christian now. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> you call yourself a teacher, Christian. <laughs> I'm just here with my spoon stirring. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, I almost forgot. Was great. Mary Pat Gleason. Uh, she passed last year from. Uh, uh, cancer complications and um, she not only Christian introduced me to her but she not only became a friend and an acting mentor she guided me through a lot of stuff but I still have texts we were sharing texts oh my god I'm, she's going to make me cry um, I still have her texts on my phone I have not deleted her texts I keep them um, oh you're, there you go <laughs> If you're if you're just listening to this, you're missing all the banner conversations. But um, but yeah, thank you everybody who has been listening. Uh, but we're not going too far away. You can just skip over to the new pages and and listen yeah. to us and, and continue to listen to us. So, uh, but thank you, thank you. Like like a butterfly, it continues in a new form. That's all. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be butterfly. I'm just kidding. Um. Anything else before we go? This is the hour, unless you're bored and want to stick around more. I mean, we can go as long a show as you want to do. I'm fine with that. You you always know that. Yes. <laughs> how many times have we turned an hour into an hour and a half or two easily? That was so traditional back out. then. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this but is turning it, into the Christian and Daniel show. No, this is not the <laughs> Christian and Daniel show. 
the reason Christian and Daniel show on Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, on 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, um, is on is so that Christian can have his platform. This is not his platform. <laughs> Christian, if you want on the show, you come on the show. You, you show your face, buddy. Yeah. Where's that one? Where's that? <laughs> Put it yeah, why, why don't you jump in before we leave, Christian? If you're so gutsy, why don't you jump in and <laughs> show your face? Stop being sissy. Show your face. Um, no, uh, watch. He's going to jump in any second now. Uh, again, it's, that's it's, that's when you disconnect. Yeah, that's the show, <laughs> folks. Uh, no, I, 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 it's uh, it's hard. I mean, it, it is. But but yes, uh, we're. Some of the projects that I'm moving into, and I'll let you share yours. Other than that, is it's the book. Um, we are the Card Devo is working on an Oracle card deck, so we're working on that coming up. Um, we've been working on my memoir for a while, and there he is. We've been working on my memoir for a while, and um, um, so I'm going to be working on that, <laughs> dealing with this, dealing with him down there. Show up, did you? No, I knew, oh, I, I knew, I knew. Listen you. to what I'm saying. <laughs> you give a queen the key and she thinks she owns the space. What the hell? No, I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't mean any, David, I did not mean to make it the Christian and Daniel show. Daniel just, when he opens the door, sometimes I have a hard time resisting yeah. going walking through the door. It's the Mexican side of Christian. You let him in once and he never leaves. <laughs> Um, but I, I, you know, as long as you're here, um, I started the, uh, I started putting together podcast right before we met and, uh, you've been on several other shows and you've participated and you've let me, uh, for those of you that don't know, sometimes they were uh, online, but sometimes because most of the guests lived in LA, they were with Christian. So Christian had, the uh, I guess the pleasure of meeting most of our guests um, yeah. that would come through. So um, I, aside from Mr. Moyers, I wouldn't be where I am professionally had it not been for your support and and you putting up with my craziness and and encouraging me also when when I don't feel it or yeah. when I think I've done a bad job. Um, but uh, I love you and and I I. I, I not only because you're my life partner, but because you're my... Wow. You, you know how to put them out there. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys. This is like a historic moment in pod, Put It Together Conversations history. I have never seen Daniel emote like this publicly. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Shut up, Christian. Now my head's like, not going to fit. I'm not gay. You're gay. Thank um, you. I love you, too. And I, you know, I always have your back. I'm always right there. You know the you know to support you. That's what it's a, that's what being in a relationship's about. At least our version of a relationship. Maybe other people have different versions where I hate you and I denigrate you and I just I'm always behind you, whispering nasty in your ear. I just hate you in private. <laughs> Kevin's like, mm. <laughs> yeah. well, David Gonzalez. Because I, I remember seeing Christian on some of your group panel shows. I didn't know you guys were together, but he was always a standout on those panels. Yeah, because he doesn't shut up. He keeps talking. That's what tell me. I'm <laughs> you put um, a you put a black thing in front of his face, and he just goes for it. You know, I, I really do. I will never forget that politically correct show because boy, did we! Ooh, that was like 
you were like having, you'd have flop sweat. We all were flop sweating at that one because we were talking about deep, crazy stuff that just, you, I just don't think in any other, with any other group of people, it would have come up. Yep. And well, I, Daniel set up an environment that was safe and comfortable that we felt like we could talk about those things freely. And with each, and even though none of us really knew each other prior to getting together to talk, it was amazing to just have that energy come together, that synergy, that synchronicity. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the benefits of that show was that, um, there was a representation of, of pretty much every yeah. racial background per se. Like, uh, but the, the, the African American girl that was there. Made it very clear that she was not black. She was African American because her mom was actually from Africa. Yes. I had and never that, heard and that's, that, that, that was her qualification. She was like, I am not black. I am African American because my mom is African. And, and we were like, poof. Like that was in the first like five minutes of the start of the conversation. And, and we knew from that moment it was going to be a good chat. It was going to be a good yeah, chat. I, I had never heard that definition. I never, I never knew there was a difference in anyone's mind. That was so like, mind blowing. Well, we, like, oh, and we also did the um, the oh shoot, um, it was with Matt Grenier. It was with um, oh that was Chad um, with um, Chad and Matt entitlement you, entitlement the, the entitlement shows. We did Come two on. episodes of entitlement with two different groups of people. Because that was the time frame when I walk up to yeah. I walk up to like white people who were being being Karens, but we didn't have the Karen title yet. <laughs> and I'd be like, white entitlement, white entitlement, and they would. <laughs> and right away. It was awesome. That's a some, wonderful time. <laughs> some of the panel shows were really interesting because they were they were such crude. Um, it and, was a good diversity. And we always have those polarizing. Converse, it would just be very polarizing. Like you could tell these are hot topics. Oh yeah. Yes, David. I'm glad you love those shows. And, um, there is a learning. We've been, we've been thinking about doing. Yeah. We want to bring them back. It's just about getting the right group of people together. Cause you, you can't just bring, you can't just bring anybody together. Yeah. You know, just um, outside the house. Hey, you want to come in and do hey. <laughs> Come on it in. Turns, join us. It turns into those CNN things where they're yelling over each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but you had good groups. You want to come in the house and join us? We'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> you can still just, wear your mask. <laughs> I just happened to see that episode of Shit's Creek where they went to the guy's house and they knew it was like they were going to maybe have a menage a trois. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is and not happening. It's it just like this big party full of people drinking and, well, leading to something more. <laughs> I went to a few parties in my old days like that. Actually, and you know, actually talking about David, I've been wanting to have David on the show for a long time. He's avoided being on my show, but David. You know, oh, oh my gosh. David. David. This is a guy who I've known for over almost, well, over 40 years now. He just turned 50. He, uh, he has a very unique life situation. I won't say much. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about that, David. No, I'm talking, well, I'm oh. talking about the David Gonzalez that's here commenting. Oh, but, oh. But bro, no, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dave, David, David would be an awesome guest to go on the show. But he's like one of those people who's a recluse from social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a dad, you know well, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you only know. a recluse from Facebook for the next 22 days, I think. That's Are you in jail? Are you in jail? Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tend to do that. <laughs> what did you do this time? Well, there was somebody that was being a jerk, and he. 
said that uh, a woman looked like a gutter slut. I was like, that's shitty. So I commented, well, you look like a butt plug, so what's the difference? And I was immediately hit by Facebook for butt plugs. Yeah, gutter slut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, their their algorithms drive me nuts. Yeah. Butt plug does not sound like a good word. Anal apparatus, maybe, would have right. been a little more. But you, look, you look like something someone would put, uh, like a thing that is pointy that you'd put in your backside. <laughs> that kind of loses it at that point. A rental <laughs> cork. A rental cork. <laughs> You're a meanie. Um, you are me. Yeah. So I got in trouble. Aw. Sometimes it seems like there's a real disparity between what they tolerate and take and what they, what they'll allow and what they don't allow. Yeah. I, I, it's crazy. Like, cause I see stuff that I'm like, they let this be on here. Oh, I've had, I've had death threats in the comments. So I'll report it and they, it doesn't violate our, like, <laughs> what do you, I don't take any of it seriously. I know it's just people talking, but, uh, it, it's funny what they don't, uh, they don't say violates or whatever. So, well, I was happy and excited that last night on the Cardivo show, we had a hacker. We had a hacker. Daniel's been hacked. We were hacked. <laughs> I knew that I I arrived when somebody <laughs> hacked in and, and started like messaging people, and I was like, "Oh wow, like, that's pretty cool." So well, there you go. I know I know that I've made it the big time on Facebook when people start hacking me. <laughs> um, for anybody that's just joining, uh, we're past the hour, but this is put it together. Conversations live stream. Um, we are talking to Mr. Kevin Moyers and Christian Ramirez. Uh, this is our. Letting off. Let you guys finish. <laughs> this is our farewell episode. Well, don't goodly. Um, we're about to end. I, I think we're kind of just rambling at this point. We yeah. are saying goodbye to our po- podcasting days. Oh, um, you said something about like guess like Kevin was on here, and you said. Something about like, oh my, I have like these lowbrow guests, and I'm like, um, he's sorry, I always point the wrong way on this camera. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, and Kevin even had a my, the most minor facial tick when you said it, and I'm like, it was something like <laughs> you shouldn't have said with when you have a guest on. I just, oh, was, I'm the lowest <laughs> of lowbrow. No, it was something know, like that. It was I, like I'm, really funny. I'm and the villain guy. <laughs> yeah, and Daniel rarely makes like says something that makes me go, ooh. I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, no, Christian, but thank you for calling me out again in public. <laughs> Reason number 79 to not get in a relationship, folks. What I said, what I said, Ramirez, was that I knew in the beginning, those first episodes, those first couple of years, were kind of rough because I wasn't in my element and the stories that I was putting out were kind of rough. And, and even my friends that would come on the show regular were like, dude, what are we like again? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then once I started getting my groove and my rhythm, then people were like, Oh, we, we get your show. We get what you're about. And then the stories just not, not that the first ones are bad. It just keeps growing and growing and growing. You and, grew. And you grew. It, I mean, Daniel, you are like galaxies away from where you started. Like I, I, people, if you go on YouTube, Daniel has some of his morning teas that he used to do. And, uh, but if you want to see how far this amazingly, I always point the wrong way. They both are talented, but this amazingly talented 
um, interviewer and how far Daniel's come, watch one of the morning teeth and then watch this show or watch any of the put it together conversation. It's, there's no comparison. There's no comparison. He is, he has become an accomplished interviewer. And, um, even Mary Pat, who has been, you know, you may not know who Mary Pat Gleason is, but she was a very prolific character actress who was on a lot of shows, you know, in a lot of movies, you know, and she was interviewed by professionals, Matt Lauer. Oh, I don't know if that's the right name to mention, but that's all that came to my head. You know, he was, <laughs> he was on, he was on today's show. I mean, she's been interviewed by Ellen. She was on with these amazing people. And for her to look at Daniel after their conversation and say, you are one of the best interviewers I've ever had. And I'm compared, and she was comparing him to some of the professionals out there that have their own shows. That was amazing. Like, I remember that moment. And that, that, that's like huge. So he has come so far, guys. It's like, and it's because of Abnormal Entertainment and Mr. Moyers here that he had the opportunity to grow and come this far. And Kevin, Mr. Moyers, always gave him the latitude and depth and breadth to be who Daniel is and to be to become the man he is today on, on his show. Thank you. So yeah. hats off to you, Mr. Moyers. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I can look down this way. <laughs> do our Brady Bunch thing here. <laughs> I, do, I do have to admit that uh, Mary Peg Leeson, I interviewed her on, in the lobby of a recreation center. Uh, it was noisy. There was people around. But we, we sat there. And, and the reason I interviewed her was, I, I mean, like everybody else, I want to hear her story. I really thought we were going to talk about her, her career in acting. And for those of you that are wondering, her last, um, her last TV show was Mom. Uh, she passed away. They, they killed off her character in the show because she was leaving entertainment because she was too sick. Um, and she ended up talking about her times in a mental institution and about her life. And I, I, I was, it's one of the few episodes that I started like, well, tell me about your life. You know, typical, like Mary Pat Gleason tells how you put it together. And all of a sudden she starts talking about her time being in a mental And I was like, we're in the middle of this lobby with people. And I'm like, how are you like, what? So if, 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 if I, we didn't record that visual, but if no. y'all could have seen my face, I was like, is this the conversation we're having right now? Like what the heck? And yeah. then, at the I, end, I would, I would love to if that was video. Yeah. I would have loved that to have been on video. At the end, she did tell me she's like, I've done a lot of interviews in my career, and this is by far one of the best that I've ever had. And she thanked me for being so Huge compliment for giving space. But yeah. thank you, David. Yes, um, uh, David says it. I think it's Daniel's vulnerability that makes him an excellent TV host. Pure. Thank you. I, I, I always, I, I don't hide. I, I am who I am, and. Um, if you've done it, I've probably done it 10 times and not got arrested. So there you go. Um, anyway, I think with that, um, I don't want to, I'm trying to get a little, um, emotional. So I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, Stop when you bring on, you bring on the two people that give you the most shit. It's kind of hard to do. Y'all are horrible. For everybody, I am only under contract, and that's why I put up with them. Chris, Christian has 
Christian has my citizenship papers, so I, I, I'm, I'm with him. <laughs> and your passport. And my passport, that's why I'm with them. And, uh, I, I, you get online, I just look at them and go, you know, you could be deported at any time. Christian, I stand here any time. <laughs> Christian grabs a glass and goes, would you like some ice? <laughs> They're very cold. And, and that's why that's why I don't go visit Mr. Moyers in in, in Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> Just saying, driving alone in a car, I don't know. Um, anything else before we go, guys? No. Thank you again. Thank you, Mr. Moyers, for all you've done, and for yeah. continuing to be our friend and continuing to support us. Thank you. Always, always, and family, not friend, family. Absolutely, for sure. I agree. Uh, and I'm I'm glad that uh, and, and I'm not surprised that Daniel is the one who lasted the longest here mm-hmm. with podcasting. It's just like you know, just never stop, keep going. You know, that work ethic. So uh, that's it's not surprising. But you know, thank you both because Christian, you've been almost the silent producer podcast wise. Uh, you know, uh, for for all the hard work and for. Uh, just doing this and having fun with it too. That's the important part. Yeah. So for everybody listening out there on podcast world, thank you for an amazing nine years uh, listening to me. You heard me when I first talked about my addiction and my recovery and my HIV. Um, You were with me through cancer, through my ostomy, through relationship problems and uh, deep conversations. Uh, Oh, Christian didn't hear those episodes. But (laughs) but, uh, you know, my relationships are not just with you, Christian. So I have, there's other people in my life. But uh, for everybody, for everybody that's listening out there and all the podcasting, uh, I'm I'm just moving over, uh, growing up a little bit. But thank you for putting up with me and listening to me and help me grow professionally and personally. Uh, come join us over on all the visual pages and, and still follow us. And um, uh, I rarely say this, but I really do love you guys. And thank you so much for, for your support. Uh, we'll, we'll see you over at Little Mexican Productions. And uh, we hope you continue to support us and listening to us. Uh, I guess for the last time on the... Uh, For the last time on the podcasting world, this is Daniel Garza saying, hey, put it together. And we go out. Listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network.